Kate, can you do me a favor and describe what you're looking at? I'm looking at a t-shirt, a white t-shirt with a sizable orange splat on it. And it has the name of our podcast, Inside the Splat. We are uh, going to give away these t-shirts. So we, what have we given away in the past? We've given away... Uh, we did some stickers. Yeah. We did some pins. I'm upping the stakes locks here. Locks of my hair. Yeah, that was a good giveaway. That was my favorite giveaway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, if you want a lock of hair, just write in. <laughs> so... You're going to open up a can of worms. Don't write. I'm not giving you my so, hair. what we are going to give away uh, are some t-shirts, some Nostalgia t-shirts uh, in an orange splat logo, a totally legit, totally creative and original orange splatter. It's not copyright infringement at all. So, I uh, am hand screen printing all of these, and there's a video. You're going to do this, right? There's a video on our Instagram. Yeah. Katie does the Instagram. I don't know how that works. Check out that video on our Instagram to see Tyler hand screen printing this lovely t-shirt. And I'll, I'll also throw up a photo uh, of the finished product so you can see, maybe compare it with like some of the cardigans that you might pair it with. That's you true. Know? Yeah, it's white, mostly white with orange as the ink. So Point out your flat lays. It's, it's 100% cotton. Here's how you get a shirt from us. Uh, there's no limit to this. So uh, we're going to do this as many people as are interested. Go on iTunes, which I think is now called Apple Music slash Apple Podcasts, but to me it's iTunes still. Find our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a rating and review, hopefully a positive one, but I guess you can you can be honest. Yeah, you can drag us and we'll still give you a t-shirt. Yeah, but preferably a, a really good one. Yeah. And then email us at nostalgia at AOL.com, okay, telling us you left a review, telling us what size shirt you want, and telling us where to ship it. And I will make a shirt for you and get it out in the mail as soon as humanly possible. It might take a little time, but as soon as possible. Yeah, be sure to uh, give your home address to two strangers that you listen to from the internet. All right, so if you want a shirt, get on it. Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast that you may or may not need a movie theater booster seat for. Ooh. Did you ever, do you remember being in a movie theater booster seat? I still sit in a movie theater booster <laughs> seat. <laughs> I don't, I didn't. I'm quite small. Don't make fun of me. I don't remember ever going to a movie at a young enough age. What's the first movie that you remember seeing in theaters? It might have been Toy Story. Toy Story. That's 95, I think. So that tracks. You would have been yeah. four going on five. Yeah. Okay. I, I think. I can't remember. It's so weird. I know I saw Hercules, mm -hmm. which is like 97 maybe. That's probably the earliest movie. I, and same with the, the Star Wars re-releases. Yeah, I know you definitely saw uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace. What oh, was it? Well, that was 1999. That's the, <laughs> as we've mentioned on the show, that's the only movie I ever remember going to see with my parents because I used to go to the movies with my aunts and grandparents the a lot. first and last movie Tyler's parents Correct. ever took him to. But before that, so when, because Star Wars Episode One came out, uh, let's see, how much longer after the pre... The last movie had been 83. Mm -hmm. So because it came out 16 years later, they wanted to, you know, like, trump up Star Wars mania again. So they re-released the original three movies in, like, 1997, in the okay. summer, I think. And I went to see those with my Aunt Liz, and I definitely fell asleep. So maybe 1997 is the first year I can remember seeing movies, Hercules and the Star Wars. Do you have any memories before 1997? No, maybe it's when I sprung into existence. <laughs>
Anyway, uh, here's a movie from a bit before that, Kate. This movie's from 1991. Uh, this is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Can you recap for anyone who did not listen to last week's episode what you thought of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? I wish it was more excellent to women and to the LGBTQ plus community. It was, it was I eat. It was not as toxic as it could have been. And I really think that we should bring back crop tops. Fair. So yeah, I, I would say... For men. Crop tops for men. Let me clarify. I'm saying this without diminishing in any way the criticisms and the problematic aspects, but more often than not, it was an enjoyable movie. You, yeah, it was, it was su- right. yeah. surprisingly enjoyable. It held up better than a lot of movies, I feel like, that I revisit f- from childhood. And they got an A on their history oral <laughs> report. <laughs> and I, yeah, I love a movie that education is the main focus. They were always so nice to their teacher. They were like, thank you for everything you've taught us, even though his response was like, you've learned nothing. <laughs> so this is the sequel, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which actually, just the title alone makes you think that this won't be as good, because the previous movie's an excellent adventure. Yeah, because in this universe, it's a dichotomous existence where things are either excellent or bogus. Right. So, so the title is kind of like, hmm, will this be good? So I want to, before we even get into the facts about this movie, my experience with it is I didn't know it existed forever. I had the Bill and Ted homemade VHS tape copied from Blockbuster. Okay. So I knew all about that movie. But there was a sequel not long after um, the original. It was only two years later. But I had never seen it. You know, never knew it existed. And then it was like on TV one day. And I watched some of it when I was like maybe 11. And it was just so weird. I think I turned it on going, oh, Bill and Ted's on, thinking it was the other one. And uh, just like last episode where you did not know that there was time travel involved, I don't want to tell you much about the synopsis of this movie because it goes all sorts of weird places. Uh, but, you know, it's it's very uh, polarizing, like among Bill and Ted fans. Some people love both movies, but a lot of fans like the first one and think this one's pretty dumb. So this was directed by Pete Hewitt. It was written, again, by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, the original writers of the first one, who have come back to write the third one in 2020. Joining the cast, so you still have the cast from the previous movie, um, Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, and George Carlin are all in it. But you also now have, uh, I thought you'd enjoy this, William Sadler. He is uh, Commander Bill Overbeck in Rocket Man that we watched a while ago. Okay. One of our favorite movies. Uh, one of the few movies from the past that we both like. And I won't tell you who he plays because I don't want to give it away. This movie came out on July 19th, 1991. The original title, this may be a bit of a spoiler, but the original title was way better when this was being filmed and then the studio got cold feet and changed it to Bogus Journey. It was called Bill and Ted Go to Hell. All right, hopefully it's not heinous. It's probably going to be heinous. Who are you? Ted. It's the Grim Reaper, dude. Oh. How's it hanging, Death? You will come with me. No, we can't. We gotta get back to the babes. Ted, we can't. We're dead, dude. We gotta stop those evil us's. We gotta try. Excuse us, dude. But is there any way back? You may challenge me to a contest. But if you lose, remain here in the afterlife forever. What if we win? <laughs> no one has ever won. 
Look at that guy's cute little boots. That statue of Ted is kind of looking like, you remember that statue of Lucille Ball? <laughs> Who wasn't guys, quite right? Look up failed Lucille Ball statue. To it see was what really not good. Yeah, that's not a. They didn't. They must have not had a good enough budget to make a good statue outside Bill and Ted University. I'm kind of disappointed by the future we're living in. <laughs> Why don't I have big foam booties? <laughs> yeah, look at them. They're wearing like it's like the foam board that you would use on like a school project. Is what everyone's <laughs> outfits are made of in this scene. Oh my god, they got Google Glass. <laughs> Why is George Carlin wearing some kind of, like, cardboard suit? <laughs> yeah, these outfits are not good. All these crazy gun nuts just came and, and took all the education away. Yeah, a bunch of domestic terrorists just interrupted a lesson. Why are there little boots like that? Everybody's boots... I can't take anyone seriously with these little boots! It's like a combination platform shoe slash wingtip slash foam booty. They have some kind of robotic Bill and Ted. And they've just peeled their faces off and oh, put them back on. It's just that the tone of this right now is like there's a ridiculous bad guy. The first movie didn't have something like yeah. this. I feel like it was hopeful, the whole tone of the movie. Yeah. Like, Well, in that movie, it's like protagonist versus self. Right. You know? Like, they, right. Don't have, they don't have, like, an evil villain to fight against. Yeah, that's... Because their own laziness that's is exactly what they're fighting it. against. And I think I prefer that. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a funnier setup. Well, the babes are back. Yeah. They've lived. They haven't contracted some sort of plague by being moved <laughs> forward in time for something their uh, immune systems weren't ready for. So it's a miracle that they're here. All right. So poor Missy has divorced Bill's dad and now married Ted's dad. I can't believe they didn't bring back the crop top for Bill. It's like German Darth Vader vibes that I'm getting oh, from yeah. this. Like, Darth Vader's uniform, but a German accent. Yeah, he looks like Darth Vader when he takes his helmet off. <laughs> I just feel like the evil Bill and Ted just tear themselves open a lot. <laughs> that is a great effect. They, like, it's rip off so their skin weird. to show you their robot parts. So they have died. Now they have to do the Inferno. I can't believe this. <laughs> They've given the Grim Reaper a wedgie. Well, it's called a Melvin. Why? It's like a front wedgie. Like, what is this apartment that they live in together in twin beds in the same room also? <laughs> They're best friends. Is Missy holding a seance? Is that just something she does? Unrelated to Bill she's and Ted just, being dead, because she doesn't know that. She's just a bored housewife. Poor Missy. She has no agency. Even, continuously, like, harassed by her two stepsons. Even as dead ghosts. Listen, death cannot stop toxic masculinity. I feel like they made these special effects with, like, overhead projector transparencies. Alright, so they've descended into hell. Like some kind of strange steampunk hell. It's very industrial. Don't split up. Have you never seen an episode of Scooby-Doo? Hey, you said Missy has no agency, but she got to send Bill and Ted to hell here. And now we're doing a parody of The Seventh Seal. But why? I feel like the overlap between people who are familiar with the Seventh Seal and people who are watching Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is is not that large. Especially in like the pre-internet or early internet 1991. What does what does this want to be? Yeah, the overall vibe of this movie I'm not enjoying, but they do get some good bits in. Them playing like Battleship with the Grim Reaper and Clue, pretty funny. All right, this moment where they're playing <laughs> Twister with Death is pretty great. This is also the premise of, um, remember the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy we watched? Oh, yeah. They beat the Grim Reaper in a, in a game, and then he had to be their best friend. The new plan is to 
create some good robot Bill and Ted's. Yes. To fight the bad robot Bill and Ted. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so he's taking them to some kind of lavender world. They're in heaven. Ah. They're literally speaking with God. I'm just so confused by the tone of this movie. Like, what? Why? How? So Einstein is there. He has correctly guessed the charade. Benjamin Franklin is in heaven. I don't know if Benjamin Franklin would be in heaven. <laughs> There's weird little aliens, but the aliens are like... They look kind of like... You remember those uh, little critter books? Yes. They, they do look, look like the like little critters. The little critter. If they made like a horrific live-action little critters movie... Haven't they been, like, decomposing in the Death Valley sun? There's nothing that I'm enjoying about this, really. They just keep ripping their torsos <laughs> I, open I do love when to they do show that. that they're robots. I just feel like they took a dartboard and they threw some darts at it, and they were like, what do teenagers like? Uh, robots. Um, the Grim Reaper. Uh, the Seventh Seal. Uh, little critters. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. They've kind of, like, m morphed into oh. some kind of... Red and gray jello. Oh, no. They're like some kind of like organic meat machine. Oh. This is really foul. Oh, they like fused together into one larger alien. Ugh. Just a big critter. I can't oh. understate how disturbing looking they are, these creatures. Station is building Bill and Ted robots out of spare parts from a hardware store. Yes. Okay. He just is like half-formed, naked, hairy man. Yeah. But then he's got the face of a fish. It's just so confusing. And he's created these, like, two evil, nightmarish Bill and Ted robots that don't have any skin. There's just so much about this movie that's horrific. And I just can't rank all the different yeah. horrific things that are happening. Yeah. It really does feel arbitrary, everything about this movie. Why did the robots have to come in through a brick wall? Because there's nothing about this movie that makes sense, babe. There are three Bills and three Teds on stage right now. And don't forget the Grim Reaper. <laughs> like, why are they just busting through walls like the Kool-Aid Man? Oh my god, we're punching things and they're exploding. There's just too much happening. I thought no one was going to be here because it was midnight. <laughs> oh yeah, they got the band slot in the Battle of the Bands. But apparently it's packed. I just feel like the Grim Reaper has alopecia. Oh, we've saved the babes. Uh, maybe. With the help of these two little critters. Maybe more is going to happen, but that seemed like the quickest resolution like, to the plot. These two robots that were made by that jello person, they just punched the bad robots and they died. Instantly. That was it. Oh, okay, wait. Oh, yeah, wait. Right. So German Darth Vader's coming. Yeah. Also. Veda. Rufus, who like hitched a ride with them at the beginning of the movie to come help, has, has yet not, to be seen. He hasn't shown up yet, so maybe he's like hiding out somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be like them. a day. Oh, it's the big, it's the big boots again. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, Google Donald Trump shoes and tell me they're not the same boots. They're like a platform blow-up shoe. Again, it feels like playground rules are now in effect. <laughs> I went back in time. And I got a sandbag. And he's like, I went back in time and I got the key. <laughs> Tell me that that wasn't the two best impressions you've ever heard. Are none of these people worried that they're about to be annihilated also? And the Grim Reaper has melvined the villain. Watching the Grim Reaper play air guitar, though, worth the last hour and a half no, of our life. No, no, there is nothing that can redeem this movie. <laughs> 
Oh my god, they have a baby. Oh, they each, <laughs> each have, have a baby. baby in, in little baby backpacks. I hope little Ted and little Bill are going to wear ear protection. Also, do you think people who've trained their instruments their whole lives would be offended that in this movie, Bill and Ted were able to become the greatest guitarists in the world with 16 months of intensive training? The Grim Reaper dancing is my aesthetic. <laughs> that fake beard on Bill is like really disturbing. <laughs> is no one confused here at the Battle of the Bands? Like... <laughs> They just thwart it. George Carlin is wearing like the kind of packaging that would encircle something expensive from Amazon. (laughs) That's true. This midnight crowd at Battle of the Vans. Maybe they're just all tired, so they're not questioning it. They've witnessed the evil Bill and Ted robots explode. The Grim Reaper. The station They just think it's like advanced performance art. That's true. This is the song that they form a world religion on? Yes. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not great. I only have a finite amount of life, and I can't believe that I spent some of it watching this. If only it were this easy. Air guitar found to clear smog, wild stallions divert the world nuclear arsenal to power amps. Anyone interested in moonlighting will be stepping up security at the amphitheater tonight for the Battle of the Bands. I hear your son's band is playing. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me, Sergeant. Also... Scott Frank. So, how do we do this? I don't know. Why don't you try something? Okay. We'll be downtown again with the cheddar. Oh, yeah. Everybody. My son, Ted Theodore Logan, and his friend, Bill S. Preston Esquire, have been murdered and replaced by evil robots from the future. You totally did it, dude. I totally possessed my dad. I think the first movie, although it has its problems. Flawed. Coming from, like, a, a problematic era. It ha- I feel like the first movie had a little bit more heart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it just had more heart. It had, like, characters that you could recognize and, like, that are part of, like, your the cultural milieu. Yeah. You know? I hate the phrase cultural milieu. <laughs> and yet. And yet I've used it. Uh-huh. Um, like, they're part of, like, the fabric of our society. Yeah. And, like, our shared cultural And, like, awareness. E- everyone has taken a history yeah. class. Everyone has, like, not done as well as they wanted yeah. to. Yeah, everyone's been in school. Yeah. You know? There's a relatable element there. Even if you couldn't relate to, like, Bill and Ted's slacker, like, music-obsessed, whatever, personalities. You could be like, oh, yeah, I've been in school. I've been in a history class. I've never been to hell. (laughs) Not yet. Although, I would like to say that sometimes when we go to the Giant on Sunday morning, (laughs) and it's really crowded, and there's not enough cashiers, that's my own personal purgatory. Right. It's as close as I've gotten. I don't know what to say. It's... It's just bad. It's just so bad. It's poorly executed. I have so much respect for the ambition and the the desire to do something so different from the first one, but it just doesn't. It just doesn't work. Again, I I don't want sequels to be the same as the original, but you need to... You need to, like, do something. It needs to, like, thematically resemble the, the first one somehow. And this is the problem with any unplanned sequel. Like, they obviously made their first movie... It was a bigger hit than they thought. So they're like, oh, let's make another one. 
they also just made a big mistake showing more of the future and doing these just dumb outfits. In the first movie, in the future, everyone just wears trench coats. And that was obviously a low-budget thing, but I don't know. It kind of works. It feels more yeah. grounded than, like, the nutso outfit they have George Carlin wearing, in like, this Wearing, like, foam. Yes, yes. Good. And it's, like, brightly colored, most of them. I don't know. All right. And I think you really nailed it at the beginning, that the first movie was man vs. self. Yeah. Whereas this movie has not dumb... We'll get into this when we watch Dumb and Dumber, eventually, on our Jim Carrey Why? series we're going to get to. I hate when comedies overdo it with their villain. Yeah. And the villain, like, they try to make them seem too serious. This really suffers from that. Their bad guy. It's just... It's just dumb. But you're right. They avoided this by having them, the only villain, be their own laziness last time. Anyway, they tried. They failed a little bit. And that's Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It was pretty bogus, I have to say. Well, it's in the title. And there are elements that are funny, but... This really could have been a non-Bill and Ted movie. If it was its own comedy about people dying and going to hell and meeting the Grim Reaper, maybe it would have worked. I don't don't think so. I don't know. That's all I have to say about that. Don't do it. Don't watch it. Don't think about it. Just just do something else. You know what? Um, Educate yourself about Um, (laughs) COVID-19. Make make yourself maybe a couple of reusable masks. Start thinking about how to live your life as a better person so that you don't go to hell and have to relive all of your traumatic moments from childhood and also somehow beat the Grim Reaper at Twister. I highly recommend watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, whether you've seen it or not. Yeah, I but I would say it's really Bill and Ted's Just Okay Adventure, but... Still. Still. I think it's worth a watch. This one, you could skip it. Do something else. Go outside. Chase a deer. Eat a blackberry. All right, guys. That was heinous. It was. Find us on all our social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram. Do we still have a Facebook? We do. Oh, it we exists. have a MySpace. Um, check all those out. Uh, you can send us an email at nostalgia at AOL.com. You can go ahead and leave us a voice message on Anchor, which is my favorite way to receive communications from our loyal listeners because uh, I like to be able to play it at the start of the show. Our website is www.nostalgia.org. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, dudes. Party on. Be excellent to to each other. I have a feeling we're about to embark upon a most unprecedented expedition. Once they made history. I must see to it that you die. Now, they are history. Bill and Ted are dead. Welcome to hell. It's the Grim Reaper, dude. How's it hanging, Death? But they're having one hell of a time. This is not what I expected this place to look like at all. We got totally lied to by our album covers, man. Taking in the sights. Not bad, dude. We totally knew a guy got one of those in his bucket of chicken. Making new friends. Excuse us, dude, but is there any way we can get back? You may challenge me to a contest. J7. You have sunk my battleship. Excellent! Best two out of three. What? Enjoying the family. No way! Invading the present. I totally possess my dad. Battling <laughs> the future. You metal, dude! Excuse us, but your shoes are untied. Just melting death!
and meeting their maker. Guys, congratulations on Earth. Not to mention your other great planets. Mars, Jupiter, Uranus. It's the comeback of all time. Bill and Ted's bogus journey. It's a trip. Best of seven? Damn right. Ah, oh, dude. Left hand red. Yeah! Bill and Ted's bogus journey.